Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals, and of course, understand their body and how it reacts to its environment. Um, I hope you're all keeping super well. I am Shmaine Laney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. Of course, I am your host. And thank you for joining me again for another episode of the podcast. I, before we go on, I must stress that the information found in these podcasts is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Um, now, this week's podcast is about multivitamins and how does one pick a good multivitamin um so i'm a big proponent of supplements when used in the right time and place and in the right dosages i don't push multivitamins so much but for some people they can be beneficial and if you're willing to fork out the cash on a really really good multivitamin then that is going to play in your favor um that's why i don't push it well partly why i don't push a multivitamin um is because a really really good one can can be pretty pricey. Um, the one I take every once in a while, I believe it's like $56 or something for a month's supply. Um, so you do pay for the quality. Um, and supplements can be great, but if you're relying on supplements alone to fix any issues, any health issues you're having, hormonal issues or weight loss issues while still eating an inflammatory diet or a lot of sugar or poor quality coffee. And I'll highlight poor quality because I do love coffee, but the poor quality stuff is damaging. Um, if you're letting stress rule your life, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not getting enough movement or fresh air or sunlight, no supplement on the planet is going to help you with this. Where supplements are really effective is when you're already working on your health lifestyle or your diet. Um, and um, then when you bring in supplements, they can help amplify your results or your healing or whatever you're after. And that's why they're called supplements. They supplement your diet or your lifestyle. They fill in the gaps um, where you may be lacking something. And I always say to my clients that regardless of how, and I think everyone knows this at this stage, regardless of how clean your diet is or how um, high quality foods you eat, if you're eating all organic and you're eating all grass-fed meats and you're watching your toxic exposure and you're getting sleep and fresh air and blah, 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 no matter how good you are, Unfortunately, in the age we live in, we still are going to have a hole. There's still going to be holes. We're still, no matter how good we are, we can't avoid being exposed to toxins. And even our foods can't. No matter how organic your food is, toxins fall from the sky. And that organic food is going to get exposed to that. Um, but yeah, 
that's where supplements can come in helpful. So they supplement something main or they supplement your foundational um, diet or lifestyle, which in my opinion, the main or the core part of that is going to be your food or your nutrition. So many people do take multivitamins and they can help. So multivitamins um, provided, like I said, your diet um, is already pretty good or it's at least a work in progress um, and that those multivitamins are of high quality. One of my biggest peeves, <coughs> excuse me, is seeing poorly made multivitamin brands or people buying cheap multivitamins and expecting that they're going to see some nice results or changes or not even understanding that those cheap or poorly made multivitamins may be adding to the problem rather than solving it. Um, so in my Facebook biohacking group I provided um, an infograph that people can save to their phones like a multivitamin checklist um, but here are some giveaways that you want to watch out for they kind of show that a multivitamin has been made cheaply and they've been focused more on marketing and making money rather than quality um, so these are the things that you want to avoid when looking for a multivitamin. So number one, and this is a big part in your methylation pathways, um, especially during pregnancy. So this is very important. So one of the things that you wanna avoid is folic acid. So um, reputable supplement companies don't use folic acid, but they will use folate um, or the best form uh, methyl tetrahydrofolate. So it's 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate. So you're looking for folate or the folate in its methylated form, not folic acid, because it can mess up your methylation um, and detoxification pathways. The next one you're avoiding is vitamin B12 cyanocobalamin. Vitamin B12 should come in the methylcobalamin form, not the cyanocobalamin form, which is the synthetic form, or adenocobalamin, which is uh, naturally occurring but poorly absorbed. So that's adenosine or cobalamin. Um, next, magnesium oxide. We try to avoid this as much as possible. Magnesium is awesome, but the different forms do different things. And this magnesium oxide is the cheapest and least bioavailable form of magnesium. Um, supplement companies of good integrity will offer magnesium in the form of citrate, which is my favorite, um, glycinate or malate. Um, so you want to avoid the oxide. Then you're looking for binders or synthetic colorants. So be aware of like titanium dioxide. This is widely used as a colorant in multivitamins um, and even in the cosmetic industry, but has recently been classified by the International Agency for Research on Cancer, so IARC, um, as a 2B carcinogen so it's group 2b so that means it's possibly carcinogenic to humans so titanium dioxide and then again another 
Magnesium oxide or zinc oxide um, can be used as binders too. Um, and they dramatically reduce bioavailability and absorption of multivitamins and can sometimes cause um, gastric distress. They can cause the body to suck a lot of fluid into the GI tract too and uh, cause diarrhea and not nice pretty things. So spending the extra money to buy multivitamins with no binders can be very beneficial to you. Then. Um, you want to watch out for calcium only. If a multivitamin contains calcium only without its cofactors, and I spoke a lot about cofactors in the last two, or not last two, in the two podcasts, um, The Missing Link, there was two parts and how important cofactors are. So um, if calcium is not present alongside magnesium, vitamin D3 and K2, then it just won't get into the bones. It's pointless. I always stress to my clients that magnesium and D3 um, are very important for good bone health. Um, so calcium by itself can cause joint pain and inflammation. And I'm not, really, not a lot of people know this because people are just told that calcium is good for the bones and the doctor will recommend get a calcium supplement. Also, quality multivitamins multivitamins. They're made with non-GMO ingredients um, and should always be free from gluten, soy, dairy, corn, and sugar. So you don't want to be buying these sweet sugary multivitamins um, except for kids. And I know that's a bit hypocritical of me to say, but I have kids, so I know what it's like to try and get stuff into kids. Now, all of the other points still stand in regards to a kid's multivitamin, except sometimes, you know, a kid will not take something unless it's a bit sweet or it's been sweetened or it tastes good. That's just kids. They're a pain. So you can get a good multivitamin like Thorn and Nordic Naturals, they do some good um, kids multivitamins. Like Nordic Naturals does a good one and it ticks all of the points that I just mentioned. It's GMO free, it's soy, dairy, corn free, it's got all the right types of vitamins in it, but it's sweetened. It has a bit of sugar on it, so the kids will take them. So they're like chewable gummies, and I, I like them. And in my opinion, you know, if it works, it works. We can address the sugar a bit more down the line. Right now, we want to make sure that the kids don't have nutrient deficiencies. Um, so look at the ingredients using what I just stated. Go check out the infograph in my biohacking Facebook group. Save it to your phone. Um, if a company doesn't declare what form of B12 or magnesium um, is in the product, so if that's not on the label, that's a warning sign. So you should know what types of vitamins are in it. Um, Companies of good integrity will always 
state it um, and try get the multivitamin as clean as possible um, and make sure the B vitamins are in methylated forms and of course no GMO ingredients free of gluten, dairy, soy, yeast, sugar and other artificial colors. Um, so that's going to be what you're looking out for when choosing a good multivitamin. So I hope you found this helpful. If you are going multivitamin shopping, listen to the podcast again, take some notes, bring it with you, or just bring the infograph that I put in my biohacking Facebook group, and that should help you narrow down. Some of, before I let you go, some of the companies that I really like um, are Thorn Research, like I've stated. Um, I do like Nordic Naturals, especially for kids because they do nice ones for kids. Um, and then I use some from a company based in Australia called ATP Science. Um, that one, like I said, it ranges about $56, so it's quite pricey. Otherwise, if you're hitting good nutrition and you're hitting all your micronutrients um, and you have some supplements filling in other gaps, uh, I don't think a multivitamin is going to be absolutely necessary for you. So I suppose in summary, don't stress too much about it. If everything else is going well, uh, your nutrition is good, your environmental factors are good, your movement, and maybe you're supplementing with the important ones like your vitamin D, your vitamin C, your K2, maybe a good fatty acid, um, and maybe even some sort of green supplement. I think you're doing pretty good. You'll have your angles covered and you may not need to go stress about getting a multivitamin as well. But if you are notorious for getting those cheaper multivitamins and you're not too sure if they were good for you or not, or if they're even worth your money or if they're causing damage, then hopefully this podcast has helped um, elaborate on that or clarify that a bit. If the vitamins and the cofactors and the the forms of the vitamins and minerals are not correct, you are damaging yourself, you're damaging your methylation uh, pathways, and that's going to affect how you detox, how your Krebs cycle works, how your thyroid works, how your hormones work. So this is important. If you're taking a crappy, poor quality supplement, you're better off not taking it at all. So do without it. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. And if you know someone that would benefit from this podcast, please do share. Sharing is caring. And the more people we can help, the better we can um, serve our world. And if you love someone, you should want them to be healthy in any way. So do share. Okay, I'll chat to you guys again next week for another episode. But until then, stay safe and be good. Bye.